people need to be able to think, speak, and act without self-restraint. As an academic scientist, I have had the privilege of working with prescient giants in the field, such as Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Zev Zelenko, Dr. Joseph Ladapo, and Dr. Harvey Reich. This is America Out Loud Talk Radio. Welcome to my Liberty Hour. I am Dr. Paul Alexander. Welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour on America Out Loud Talk Radio. You know, once again, reminding you that my... Uh, that my podcast goes to, um, uh, the talk show goes to podcast the following day. And uh, you could find it on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, etc. We are trying to keep you educated and informed on all the latest data and evidence surrounding COVID. You know, COVID, the non-pandemic. And... Um, but I've broadened out my discussions to include issues around the politics, United States and global, and not just COVID. So I'm trying to mix it up with COVID and the politics, history, etc. And uh, well, right now we're dominated by the Israel-Hamas um, conflict, which is by the day is becoming more and more out of control and a bad situation because we are talking about the death on both sides of innocent people. But putting that aside, what we're really talking about is a situation where this conflict could degenerate into a world war because you're talking about countries that are nuclear armed. So it's a very dangerous situation evolving by the minute. I mean, what you do have is, uh, you have some Republican debates um, continuing on, and really it's uh, like a clown car um, on that stage between the Republicans and the Democrats. You really, you really don't have any good options. And, uh, Trump remains as a front runner. I think Trump is the one to beat, will be the one to beat, will be nominated. And I believe if the elections were held today, President Trump will be elected as president. Um, there are a lot of, lot of issues that we're dealing with. And uh, I mean, think about what the world needs right now. I want to introduce today a little, little philosophical thinking too. We are faced with the situation between Russia and Ukraine that's ongoing. We have a president of Ukraine. When you really think about it, he's getting billions and billions of dollars of U.S. taxpayer money that from all accounts are going into his pocket. And the pockets of a lot of our insiders in his government and, and in that country. Ukraine, outside of Nigeria, is probably the second most corrupted nation in the world. All it is involved is, is corruption. And all our taxpayer money 
enriches these thieves. And a lot of congresspersons and senators, children, grandchildren, family, friends, partake in all that thievery because they get part of the contracts that go out. So it's a very solid situation. And they elected a person as President Zelensky. And when you look at his resume, how paper thin. This guy was a comedian, remember? This guy became famous because he played the piano with his penis, if you remember. Go to YouTube and find him. His claim to fame was standing alongside a piano keyboard and hitting the keys with his penis. That was why he became famous. He became famous because he um, really brought nothing to the table, just, just comedy. He cut a video, if you remember, a few years ago, dancing to uh, this, this singer Beyonce's song, All the Single Ladies. Remember that? And he was in leather tights with, with very high pumps, um, a corset bra. The guy's a transvestite, bisexual, homosexual. I don't know. I don't know transsexual. I don't know pansexual. I don't know what sexual to call him, but he's not a heterosexual. So this is what brought him fame. And these morons in Ukraine elected this sickle, this pervert, as their president. And it's this pervert that has the President of the United States giving him billions of taxpayers' dollars to wage a proxy war against Russia. The Russia at any moment could vaporize Ukraine. We should be very thankful to Vladimir Putin for holding firm and holding the course because another person in charge of Russia might already nuked Ukraine. So we need to be grateful. We're facing Russia and Ukraine. We're facing Israel, Hamas. We're facing China moving to take Taiwan. We're facing all of these major issues right now. And uh, all the while, we have a senile president, President Biden. Look, I have argued people in my Substack. Remember, I write a daily blog. It's called Alexander COVID News. Alexander COVID News. You can join for free. But I have argued people, even Sean Hannity, I've told him to. I said, please, when you go on your show and make a fool of Biden and his dementia and senility, every time he falls down on the Air Force One stairwell or anywhere, he falls off the stage, he, he turns around and he, he shakes the hands of people who's not even there. I tell Hannity and other people, don't do that. Don't make fun of elderly people. I think it's reprehensible and disrespectful because I and you listening will all get to there at some point. We're going to become dementia and senile. Now, that said, President Biden is senile. 
he has dementia and he's incapacitated medically just from looking at him he should not be holding the office of president but you see they were so good and so smart they put kamala harris i call her kamala i don't care if she's upset kamala 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 she wants you to call her kamala it's kamala where i come from is kamala kamala she is so dumb she's so inept and stupid she got to where she got to in California politics because of her extramarital affairs with Willie Brown. Remember him? Willie Brown. Yet when she ran for the nomination on the Democrat ticket, she got no votes in their primary. And you need to understand what that means. Eh? No Democrat in California in the primary voted for her. She did so badly that she dropped off if I recollect, after the first primary show, they didn't even get to vote her out. She dropped out. She was that scorned. They know that if they use the 25th Amendment on Biden, which they should have used two years ago, and therefore she would have to be the acting president, they will get wiped out in the 2024 elections. They know that. So Biden's people did good by putting her there because they know no one will 25. Listen, Biden have to come out crawling on his stomach, legs not working, unable to even speak, not even read the teleprompter. He can't speak. Blind, deaf, crawling on his stomach. And they still wouldn't 25th Amendment him. They would prefer him to sit down there and don't say a word, just stare. Because if they put Kamal, Kamala, it will be game over for them. So it's a very interesting situation. President Trump is the only person right now who could save America and save the world. Because the fight that we face today is not about your community or your city. It's about saving the, the ship called America because she's listening and she's in trouble. She's taking on water. Yes, and we're bailing. We're bailing the water. But she's in trouble. But we can't abandon ship. Whoever handed that wheel over to that Captain Biden, he has basically ran the ship aground. And now we need a new captain. It might well be Captain Trump for a second time. But this time he has to put her back on the high seas with all engines steaming, smoke billowing from the stacks, plowing through the water, cutting through the waves, proud as before, standing firm, the great ship America with all ships following behind. Trump could do that as captain. I have faith in him. I do. He made two grave mistakes in term one by allowing the lockdowns, allowing Fauci and Burks to lie to him and deceive him, and Azar and all of those task force clunker idiots, save Brett Girard. And the second great travesty, devastation, was the vaccine. The mRNA vaccines under Operation Warp will go down in history. 
as the greatest public health disaster, the mRNA vaccines. Trump has to mere culprit that and explain what he will do in his second term to make sure that those mistakes are not made again and who he's going to put around him. But I support him. And I know I've eaten up some time in this first segment, but I really, really wanted to touch base on those issues to really tell America firmly that COVID has been done over a year now, fully two years. You should just be living your life and turn Fox, turn CNN off. Don't listen to any of those idiotic television talking head moronic doctors. You see them, Seagull, Sapphire, all of those idiots on Fox and the other idiots on CNN and MSNBC, the deep state cabal in D.C. Turn it off. Just live your life. Take all your masks and everything and burn them. Never allow them to impose a lockdown on you forever. This time, if they ever come at a lockdown, ever, this is the one you take your weapons and you be willing to defend. Do not comply. Do not comply. Guard your home properly. Don't comply. This time, next time, because they're going to try again. No school closures. School closures kill our children. Fauci and Burks and these people knew, yes, Aaron did, that they were killing children. Well, in skinny Biden administration, Redfield Holiday, they knew that children were dying, committing suicide, but they didn't stop. They were power drunk freaks. The lockdown lunacy, the business closures, so many business owners committed suicide. No mask mandate worked, none. The mask never worked. Everything was a failure. Everything. We lost, we lost greatly, our children lost. It will take a century, 100 years, for us to get back to where we were. 100 years, believe it or not. And still we mightn't get back there. Children pay the greatest price, women, frontline working women. So right now, with all of that crap, trying to come out of the COVID disaster, we have the world teeter-tottering on World War III. Because you just have to make the wrong move in Israel-Hamas. And Israel is going to use nuclear weapons. I think they have to. Israel has to decimate Iran's nuclear program. And the United States has to join in. Use it, your bunker-busting bombs, carpet bombing, cluster bombing. Use all forms of bombing deep, deep down destroy all of the nuclear capabilities, all. Because you know if Iran got a nuclear weapon, even one bomb, they're going to detonate it over Tel Aviv. You know that. They're going to try and reach U.S. soil. So we need to take it out now. That I support fully. I want no Arab child to be killed, innocent child, no Israeli child to be killed in this. None. As much I detest and abhorred by what Hamas has done. I want Israel to be very careful in how it is targeting and not just minimize innocent lives, tragic loss. Have none. Don't make any mistakes. Target who needs to be targeted. Please.
Because if you don't, you're going to lose the street. You're going to even lose the Jewish street. You're going to lose the American street. People won't support you if the media brings home dead, dead children, dead Palestinian children. And they will. And they will create lies even like they did in the Iraq war and the Kuwait desert storm and all that garbage. So we face a lot of problems right now societally. And Christmas is coming. Yet people will not lay back and think everything is fine. Everything is not fine. They have bombs in the United States and Russia. Arsenal called doomsday bombs, if you know what I'm talking about. They could destroy the world. America just moved the Ohio-class nuclear submarine into the, into the area, into the Israel-Hamas conflict area. Now, right outside in the ocean. That Ohio class submarine, first of all, there are two aircraft carrier battle groups sitting there now. The aircraft carrier plus all support ships. Those two aircraft carriers probably combined have about five, six hundred jets, fighter jets. Those two aircraft carriers could, could actually spearhead invasions of countries, two separate wars at once. They're so massive, they're so complete in their firepower. They support ships, everything. The buildup of spike proteins is dangerous to your health. Global Healing's foreign protein cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system becomes less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. Well, the Out Loud Truth was the rallying call that started it all. AmericaOutloud.news was an idea, a movement, a place where folks would feel comfortable speaking the truth without being censored or canceled. The First Amendment is alive and well. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Welcome back to Dr. Paul Alexander. Liberty Hour on America Out Loud talk radio. 
One second, thanks, Malcolm, and let me get straight to the point here. Just remember that um, I was talking about the, um, the build-up of U.S. forces in the Middle East in terms of the two aircraft carriers and the um, the um, the nuclear power, the nuclear powered nuclear arms submarine, the Ohio class. I'll get back to it. What I think um, the issue right now is that uh, before moving forward, I want to say, please look at my Substack, my blog, my daily blog where I talk about COVID. The name of it is Alexander COVID News, A L E X A N D E R space COVID space news. Also, my um. I need any kind of financial support you can give. Um, you can go to Zell, Z-E-L-L-E, and uh, the email address is sr7283 at gmail.com. That's sr7283 at gmail.com. Even $1 will be very appreciated. Um, my Substack, I have it for free. Um, please subscribe as well as there's a $29 yearly subscription, which is just a about seven cents a day uh, if you wish to pay, but it's free. Um, please consider my book on Amazon or Barnes and Noble. It's called Presidential Takedown, where I discuss how Fauci, Burks, um, Azar, etc., his task force, the deep state, the CDC, NIH, all of these agencies and people conspired to topple a sitting president, which they did by using a fraud, non-pandemic, PCR-driven, false positive PCR-driven <clears throat> to uh, affect his re-election chances. It's not just about stolen votes. Um, President Trump was badly hurt to the polls because of the lockdowns and school closures. And he trusted these people to give him good counsel and they lied. So I want you to consider my book, Presidential Takedown. I also support a company called TWC, uh, the wellness company. It's called the wellness company and the website is twc.health. Take a look. Um, Dr. McCullough, Dr. Rish, myself, we support them. Um, it's a company that's trying to bring telehealth services and um, <clears throat> formulas, uh, nutraceutical formulas that could help support healthier lifestyles and living. Um, uh, spike recovery for uh, detoxifying from the spike protein from vaccine, healthy heart, diabetes control, etc. Supplements that will work with doctors in, in tandem with doctors with normal therapeutics, but to, but to augment and support. So let me continue. We have a situation where there is a nuclear-powered submarine uh, in the area, the Ohio class. What the public needs to understand as clearly as I could is this. I think the American military has about 14 of them. 14 of those nuclear-powered submarines. Each one has about 25 nuclear bombs on them. I believe from my understanding of the payload, each one has 10 separate warheads. So I think if my calculations are correct, each of those submarines can deliver 250 nuclear weapons. Now, I need you to understand what I'm talking about. That one nuclear submarine that is now in the ocean 
as part of the Israel-Hamas conflict, it by itself can release nuclear weapons into countries that could wipe out entire nations in the entire Middle East and Europe, completely off the face of the map. Everything gone. That is where we are right now. The United States would not park that submarine there that could effectively take out major parts of the world if it did not understand that is where we are. We also have two nuclear aircraft carriers. I think one is the USS Gerald Ford, and I believe the second one is the Eisenhower, if I am not mistaken. Both of these aircraft carriers have about 5,000 personnel each with about 250 attack planes, jet fighters, all sorts of military aircraft. They are nuclear-powered and nuclear-armed also. You know each aircraft carrier is like a nation. It can, it can prosecute a war with another nation by itself. Just it and its support ships around it. So we are talking about America has already put in place military support and capacity that can wage a world war right there already. So I need you to understand this matter is not just between Israel and Hamas or those Arab nations. Those, Israel could wipe every single Arab nation out tonight if it wanted, all 11 that surrounds it, all, Israel by itself. Israel does not need America to do that. But you understand how serious this is. Because if, I will, let me draw a scenario so you'll understand. If Iran attacks Israel, America will have to enter that and bomb Iran into oblivion. If Hezbollah from Syria and Iran attacks Israel, America is going to have to enter that too. If the Arab nations attack Israel, America is going to have to enter that. If Israel attacks Arab nations, all of the Arab nations will join in and respond against Israel. America is going to have to enter that. What I'm trying to tell you is this. You have countries like Jordan and Egypt, kind of on the sideline and in the background. These are very important countries because they are not nuclear power, nuclear armed, but they have formidable militaries themselves, during a large part to the United States. But they will side with the Arab world, with the Arab street, if need be. You need to consider their position. You need to consider Pakistan. Remember, Pakistan is the only Arab nation with nuclear weapons. Only. And Pakistan is an enemy to India, is an enemy to Saudi Arabia. Pakistan, I will always consider as a rogue nation. And you don't know what Pakistan will do. If pa <laughs> Let me explain it to the public this way. A nuclear weapon is kind of, how should I say it? In a basic way, if you move 
right now the United States has the capacity, or even Russia, that if you move, if an ant moves on the floor in a country, America could see it, an ant moving one moving one centimeter even. I'm trying to tell you is if Pakistan, a country like Pakistan, let's say decides to take its limited nuclear weapons, because it has nuclear weapons, out of wherever it is stationed to put them on delivery platforms, launch platforms, to arm them, etc. America will know instantly, and America will have to respond. It will. And then India next to Pakistan will have to go on high nuclear loot and respond. If India is responding, China will have to get involved. So I, I hope you understand that this situation between Israel and Hamas, tonight you can go to bed, and in the morning you can be in World War III, literally. And World War III today is not like World War II. It doesn't necessarily need to be fought with troops on the floor and invading countries. It could be fought from space. It could be fought from, from the sea. It can be fought from the air. You may not even need to put actual soldiers on the floor. And you need to understand something here too. When I say you need, I know, the, I know you guys listening, you're very highly educated, well-informed, critical thinkers. You, what I, from my understanding is this. There was in 1947-1948 independence of Israel. Israel declared as an as a, as a entity, as a country, a state, a UN, blah, blah, blah. There's a 1967-68 war. Both of these wars, all of the Arab nations attacked Israel and lost. 1973, what people need to grasp is this. Israel in 1968 that defeated all of the Arab nations is not Israel today in 2023. That's 60 years ago. Israel is highly technically advanced weapons-wise. It is a nuclear country. It has nuclear capabilities. We don't even know how much nuclear bombs Israel has. We don't. So, so the issue is that an attack by the Arab nations on Israel today is not 1968. It would be, it would be devastating if they did that. But the problem with that is the war will not be localized to the Middle East. Many other countries, North Korea, Pakistan, will get involved. And that's a huge, huge problem. So we need to go to bed every night right now praying and thinking, thinking very high level, seeing how you could inform each other and understand and maybe even you who are listening here might have a might have a role and a say in this madness to try to bring it to an end or to bring some peace. Because I don't even know if the two-state solution could work anymore. We were there, but Arafat didn't want it. But a two-state solution logically and theor theoretically, you think, is the way forward. Cut the country in half, give Palestinians one part, Israel the next, 
etc. They can have the mosque, the Al-Aqsa mosque, access to it, use their mosque, the Arab world. Israel has its Temple Mount, etc. The problem is that who is to say that the Palestinians, Hamas, etc., funded by Iran, will not attack Israel again after you partition Israel and give them part? There's no guarantee. And in fact, the Arab world showed you that even in 67, 68, with all agreements in place, they attacked Israel. So there's no, no guarantee. Remember, there, there's this saying that they love to quote, from the river to the sea. Anytime you hear that statement anybody makes, from the river to the sea, know that they're talking about Israel. If you hear it on the bus, they're talking about Israel. They're talking about destroying and eliminating Israel. From the river Jordan to the Mediterranean Sea. That's what that statement means. From that distance across that swath, Israel bordered, must be destroyed, complete. The Palestinians say Israel has no right to exist. Hamas, Hezbollah, Iran, they want from the river Jordan to the Mediterranean Sea. Israel removed from the face of the earth. So the question is, how could you do that? Is that even a meaningful suggestion? Can that even happen? Do you think Israel will allow that to happen? Do you think that the United States will stand by and allow that to happen? That would never happen. What we need is meaningful peace. We need these two sides to understand that they can't get what they want. But really and truly, I am only looking at this from what happened on October the 7th. People could bring to me, well, Paul, you know, the Palestinians claim of oppression. They're living in the West Bank. They're living in Gaza, Nabila, um, Hebron, or blah, 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 blah. Um, they live in desperate lives, whatever. The, the Israelis could say, listen, prior to us setting up all the fortifications and the wall and all of that, we used to get suits. And I could remember I was a little boy living in the islands. Eight, nine, ten years old. So I don't want to date myself, but I used to hear on BBC every day car bombs, all kind in, in Israel by suicide bombers decades ago. So Israel had to act to safeguard itself. So they, 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 they live with an iron fist because they have to. They have 11 Arab nations around them perched to attack them at any moment every day. That's why every Israeli have to go into military service. They are a country of soldiers to maintain their existence. And I understand the history going back from Titus in 70 AD and brought Titus all the way. I understand how we've gotten here with Israel. And I'm not saying both sides have wrong. Both sides have done wrong. But to ask me to hate Israel today for how it's responding to what happened to Tony October 7, I can't. It has to respond. It has a right to defense. Yes, it's like, it's like the elephant on an ant. But they did this 
for you to tell me I need to take all of the decades and centuries before into account is to you telling me that I need to give reparations to people today for slavery issues five, six hundred years ago. I couldn't give a crap. I couldn't give a crap what happened to African-American, African slaves, Indian slaves. I don't care. That happened 600 years ago. And I actually have on my mother's side in the islands a great, 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 great grandfather who I've been told was an authentic plantation slave. Yet I don't care. It had nothing to do with me or my family or my ancestors now. Whatever happened then was tragic. And people will forever deal with their God. It's not my business. So you can't tell me that I today and my children and my family have to pay reparations for something in 1400, 1500, 1600, 1700. Why? We weren't there. We didn't do anything wrong. So by that analogy, I'm extrapolating it to the Israel-Palestinian situation. Israel was attacked on October the 7th of this year. I'm not having a discussion about what happened before. I have, because up to October the 6th, we wasn't in this war situation. So I need to consider now, why did Hamas do, should they not pay? I don't want no children, Arab or Israeli, to be hurt, none. And I want no um, adult, no one to be hurt. I want Israel to target properly, to minimize or eliminate any killing of innocent people. Copix RX nasal solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Welcome to this last segment of the Dr. Paul Alexander Liberty Hour on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Um, I want to get straight to the point. Uh, As you do shows like this, the news keeps evolving. So, 
there's so many things that you want to capture, but you can't. The most important thing is the world is on fire right now between Russia, Ukraine, which is really Russia, America, Taiwan and China. Taiwan, China potentially going to move on Taiwan. That's a potential World War situation because of those semiconductor chips. What China is doing in the Pacific with those islands, um, Sparkly, Malacan Streets. Uh, it's a, just a, it's a disastrous situation. Now you have the Israeli Hamas, which is really Israel-Iran. Um, you have a bunch of other countries potentially getting involved, other terrorist groups, Hezbollah. Islamic Jihad, etc., and um, it's not a good situation because the bottom line is that any attack on Israel by the Arab nations, you know, will mean that the United States have to get involved. And they didn't move those carrier groups to the Mediterranean, to the region, because they didn't have something to do. They didn't move the nuclear-powered Ohio-class submarines there. I actually believe strongly for the first time that the next major war that involves America and, and other nations will be fought on a nuclear level. may not be full-blown nuclear war, but it could be suitcase-sized nuclear weapons, dirty bombs, all sorts of stuff. And um, I do believe fully that the United States and Israel combined doesn't need to involve other people. And it might just need to be involved in Israel. Must devastate and destroy the nuclear capabilities of Iran now, because Iran will use them on America, those nuclear weapons, and will use them on in Israel. Iran has been emboldened and strengthened by Obama. It was clear in the Obama administration that it doesn't matter to me what you think Obama is spiritually. He can say how much Christian he is. That is bull, that's BS to me. I am almost convinced Obama is a Muslim and he's a Shia Muslim. His association and his affection and his intertwinedness with Iran. Remember, Obama did two devastating, three devastating, well, four. First of all, he gave Iran that cash on just before he left and Trump took over. He gave them that $1.6 in liquid cash. He unfroze a lot of assets. Obama worked very hard to strengthen Iran's capability to get a nuclear weapon. Um, the United States Air Force drone ended up on Iranian soil. It landed on its own. We thought it crash-landed. It crashed. It did not. And Iranians took it. I, I have made a statement. I'll say it again openly. Obama gave Iran that drone. He ordered certain military officers to get that drone into Iran's hands, and they did. Those people should be looked at and looked for, no matter how long it takes and tried for treason, if it is shown the way I just said it. And I'll say one more thing. Obama gave the two naval gunboats to Iran. Remember those two that ran aground in the Persian Gulf and you saw those soldiers kneeling down? hands clasped behind their heads. Obama gave them those two gunboats. Think about it. Two of the most high-tech, sophisticated gunboats. Gunboats running aground together. Two? Impossible. Impossible. So we're facing a lot of challenges. 
And this year, Israel Hamas issue is, is grave because it's getting bad by the day and the hour. As you know, you know, I run my daily blog, Alexander COVID News. That's Alexander COVID News. And I make it available for free for anyone. I also charge $29 a year if you want to subscribe as a paid subscriber. But you can also remain as a free subscriber if you want. But it helps me financially. Um, if you want to support me in any way, you can go to Zell, Z-E-L-L-E. And the email address is sr7283 at gmail.com. So the challenge right now is uh, so many things to talk about. And uh, normally I start by looking at the main news in the Drudge page. And then I go to my subsacks. I look at Breitbart, Gatestone. I look at everywhere, actually. Um, when I want real lies and connivingness and deceit and duplicity and malfeasance, I listen to Fox News. I watch Fox. And I then turn on CNN and MSNBC. I look at those three together and I get all the lies and the deceit and the disinformation that I want. It was clearly evident during COVID how much Fox and CNN are basically the same. Between um, you had the Jake Tappers, you had all of the nutball lockdown lunatics, um, Dr. Dr. Liana Wren, um, one idiot, you had Dr. Paula Offit, one stupid doofus, pretend wannabe doctors, scientists. You had Mark Siegel on Fox, one of the most stupid and incompetent moron doctors ever. You had that other one, Sapphire. You had another one, a Middle Eastern one, I think, um, Jeanette. I can't remember her name. I mean, Ja, the uh, Biden's advisor, is one idiot. I mean, these are really, I'm using the words not guarded. I'm, I'm being liberal with it because they're stupid people. How they get into these positions of high-level decision-makings with so much critical policy coming out of their agencies, it just, it just befuddles me. I mean, I thought Walensky, Rochelle Walensky, the CDC director, was, was adult until the new replacement, Dr. Mandy Cohen, she makes Rochelle Walensky blush with envy as to hoping she could be as stupid. And when you think you understand that stupidity, you need to listen to Dr. Ashish Jha, who advises President Biden, because he actually, when you take Trump's entire task force, save Dr. Brett Girard, but you take the other idiots like Jerome Adams, Redfield, Burks, Fauci, the whole plunker of them, you realize the jar is more stupid than all of them combined. That's to tell you what we're dealing with. So thank God COVID is really done. And I really don't want to focus on COVID as much, but there are some important stories that need to be told. Um, well, one of them that I like is Le Pen in France, a plan to march against anti-Semitism. I, I really, I didn't even want it to be a, anti-Semitic discussion, but Le Pen 
I like. I hoped she had become the Prime Minister of President of France, Marine Le Pen. I hope there's still time for her. You know, I think she and um, Meloni from Italy could be good buddies together. Um, I don't even really want to look at um, any of the judge reports today because there's one good story about Joe Manchin and that he is uh, he's not going to contest. This, this makes it easier for the Republicans to get control of the Senate. But, you know, I am a, I lean right of center as a libertarian. I wouldn't identify myself as a Republican or conservative. Definitely not left. But who cares? Who cares if the Republicans gain control of the House or Senate again? Because we've given them the House and they're doing nothing. They had a House under Trump and the Senate, they did nothing. Granted, you had Benedict Arnold, Paul Benedict Arnold, you knock Ryan. That was a Benedict Arnold, if you ever wanted to know one. Someone who was a Manchurian deceit con man. He did everything to hurt President Trump. But what I want to do is I want to talk about some studies that I had on Substack. A critical one surrounded the antiviral um, hydroxychloroquine. And this recent study found it was published in American Faith. It found what we always knew, which was that, and we spoke about, uh, we used hydroxy in the early treatment um, model where we gave multidrug sequenced antivirals, anti-infectives then, combined with corticosteroids and antiplatelets. Once given to the high-risk person, as soon as symptoms appear, very early in sequelae, as well as as preemptive chemoprophylaxis, we find that hydroxychloroquine lowers COVID mortality. And you know, I wrote the substack saying, "What after all they did to kill us, to kill people?" Between the CDC, the Public Health Agency of Canada, Sage in UK, Health Canada, the regulatory, the top regulator in Canada, FDA. I mean, they worked and conspired with their respective ministries their health departments, their health alphabet agencies. Um, they conspired with, uh, with the colleges of physicians and surgeons in Ontario, in Alberta, in British Columbia, etc., as well as the state licensing boards in America to deny, prevent doctors from using these early treatment, these successful anti-infectives. When even adopting the precautionary principle, Remember, the precautionary principle is very straightforward. As you as a clinician or a decision maker, short of having an effective treatment, you are allowed to use something that has not been fully tried and tested and proven, but, but has a decent safety profile. If we talk about using something on the population that was clearly proven unsafe, then the precautionary principle doesn't apply. In fact, no principle applies because, because I don't want you to give me something that's going to kill me. If you say, well, it might... They, we, we have no real idea if it works. We think, we guess it works. It looks like it will work. But, but the chances of you being killed is high. I, I don't want it because I'll take the chance that I might recover on my own. Even. But 
even if you use the precautionary principle and you apply it here, drugs like hydroxy and ivermectin and all these other drugs, whether whether time shows it proven that it was ineffective, let's say, overall in COVID, we know that these drugs were safe because ivermectin has been used as an antiparasitic, anti-helmet drug for decades, safe, safe profile, hydroxy for malaria, lupus, um, arthritis, etc. Again, safe for six days. So, so the precautionary principle applied. Yet doctors were told they can't use these. And many, many thousands, hundreds of thousands of people died. So I've always said, I've always said that we need to go back and look at these things because that French study that just came out showed that hydroxychloroquine had a significant it was very effective and cost-effective hydroxy. And we have hundreds of studies. And, and whether they, they still go back to that dictum about, well, you know, we only need randomized controlled trials as the highest quality of, of uh, evidence. That's a whole load of bollocks and bogus bull BS. Because we know that one poorly done randomized controlled trial with small sample size, small number of events, stopping only for benefit. Um, Selective outcome reporting, huge attrition data loss, um, conflicts of interest over funding agencies, um, serious methodology concerns, poor randomization, poor allocation, concealment, poor blinding, poor blinding of adjudicator of outcome and, and analysts. I mean, stopping only for benefits, so you may have stopped at a random high. And had you gone to sample size, that benefit might have gone. Things like that. Uh, rare events, adverse events may have showed up. We know that a properly done, well-conducted observational study, which is a lower level of evidence, once proper statistical controls, mathematical con controls are both known and unknown confounders that, well, you might say, well, how would you, the ones you don't know? So let me back it up. The randomized control trial, that's the power of it. It adjusts for um, selection bias, so which you know what that means, which is you're not deliberately placing someone in the arm of the trial, whether it's treatment or control, placebo. And it also adjusts for both known and unknown confounders. What that means is variables that you don't know about that, that may be affecting the, the predictor variable, the outcome variable. Well, I argued in, in, in observational studies if you're prepared to think properly and long and hard, you could come up with a list of confounders, the known ones, and, and ones that you wouldn't... Let's say I would say the unknown ones here in this case is not really unknown because you must know it to list it out, but ones that you didn't think, but you put them in the model. But if you control for them, chances are your observational study will be at, as high quality or even higher than that poorly conducted trial. So the bottom line is hydroxychloroquine works. We have hundreds of studies showing it works. Ivermectin, all of these drugs work. Um, the issue was doctors were prevented. When knowing that the that, that precautionary principle, we're talking about multi-drug sequence combined um, would offer, they were already showing signals of benefit so why would you not use it? Why? So this was one that showed that uh, the French study showed that uh, 
um, the hydroxychloroquine significantly reduced the mortality rates of COVID patients. I also wanted to talk about um, uh, some other issues, and one of them quickly, because I know I end up getting, I end up running out of time. But there's this devastating study by um, by Miller and Goldman, and found that when we regress mortality rates against vaccine doses, we found a very strong correlation in infants across the world. And when they looked at um, uh, I think they looked at about 33 nations, they found that the more vac vaccines, whether first world, middle income, low income, the more vaccines that you gave children, the more infant mortality increased. That study was stunning. It was in 2011, Mill, and I put it on my substack, Alexander COVID News. I'd like you to take a look at it, please. Let me um, close this segment by thanking Malcolm again and thanking you for listening. Um, Please don't forget my book, Presidential Takedown. You can find it on Barnes and & Noble and, and Amazon. But my blog, Alexander COVID News. I want to thank you all for continuing to support people like me, McCullough, Rich, etc. I want to thank Malcolm and his outfit, his whole team of researchers and our supporters at America Out Loud. And we're in a major war. We want this Israel-Hamas-Palestine and Palestinian issue to, to be resolved. We don't want any deaths. On both sides. Definitely no children, no Arab or Israeli children. Thank you very much.